Welcome to the Crew in Utah podcast, a place to explore the intersection of faith, spirituality, Christianity, and being a college student in the great state of Utah. I'm your host today, Devin Riach. Uh, I work with Crew here uh, in Utah. And before we get started, I'm going to introduce you to our two guests this week. Uh, But before that, we have a couple of uh, housekeeping events, um, announcements to let you know of. Number one... um, if you're listening and you're not already involved with this, I just want to make sure that you are aware we have uh, small group Bible studies called campus groups uh, happening on all of the campuses um, that we work on, which is Utah Valley University, uh, Slick in Taylorsville, although the other Slicks as well. If you're at another campus, we'd be excited to launch something there. Um, Westminster, Newmont, and the University of Utah. So we have worship nights, hangouts, um, retreats coming up, um, all of them, let me put your mind to ease, all of them with proper social distancing, masks, mostly outdoors. Um, but if you would like to be plugged in, there are lots of opportunities. So check out uh, the Crew SLC Insta to get more information on all of that. Um, also want to let you know, we have fall retreat coming up uh, on October 3rd. Uh, if you've been before, um, you're used to it being a two-night event due to our current reality. Um, it's going to be one day or really just kind of a daytime thing up in beautiful Eden. Um, but a similar sort of idea, we're going to have worship, uh, teaching, ways to get to know other uh, Christians um, across the state who are involved in different ministries at different locations. And so uh, just should be a real fun time. It's honestly, I don't say this about everything. I'm not just like it's my favorite thing that we do as crew. So if you are interested in all, check out crewslc.com. Um, so with that out of the way, uh, I'm excited to in- introduce our two guests today, two friends who I don't believe actually know each other. I don't know if you two have ever met before. Uh, Liv Hoffman and Eileen Schwab. Liv, Liv is a student at Utah Valley University and Eileen is a student at Westminster. Welcome. Uh, and I'm going to actually just have you, we're going to throw it to you per normal, um, just to do the, what I'm calling the standard, uh, college introduction questions. So let's start with you, Liv. Let's just go, um, oh, what were they? I mean, major, you're, you're in school, major, we already said what school you're at, you're at UVU, uh, hometown, um, anything else that you feel like would be pertinent to know you at the start here, so. Absolutely. Um, I'm a senior at UVU. Um, I'm studying biology. Yep. Um, hopefully pre-PA. Um, I'm from West Jordan, Utah. So here in Utah, local. Um, I currently go to Centerpoint Church here in Orem. So. Great. Thank you. And you remembered I had asked, I kind of asked before, like, what church are you at? So that's important. So thank you. Centerpoint. Great. How about you, Eileen? So I am a junior at Westminster. I'm studying special education. Um, I'm actually from Columbus, Ohio, um, and I go to Capitol Church. Okay, great. So here's a question that I've added uh, just today um, that we haven't asked in the past, but I would love to know for each of you, why did you, what do you love about your field of study? So I think that's something we can overlook sometimes as Christians is like, um, you know, we're just getting a degree to go get a job, but God made us with interest and all that. I would love to hear from each of you briefly, just like, 
like you said, biology. Was that right, Liv? Okay. What do you love about biology? <laughs> what motivates you there? Um, I just like having a deeper explanation behind like what's going on in the world around me. And I also just kind of have like a deep love for like the environment, for people, for like taking care of our surroundings and like what God has given us. Um, and that's what really motiv motivated me to become a biology major. So Nice. What about you, Aileen? Um, I have always wanted to do special ed and it's something that's always been close to my heart. And I think like such a big part of my journey with the Lord is serving others. And I just find that I see God and all the students I work with and just that the whole field of education, I feel like it's a very, um, serving field and that I'm just very called to it. Great. That's, that's okay. That's so fun. I think what's fun about it too, is you can see, is you process those things like where do other people find life where you'd be like that's a good thing but i don't know if i love that you know and then other things that you're like oh i love this oh you don't love that that's weird okay maybe <laughs> god made us in unique ways to pursue various things to serve others so um great well we'll move into kind of what we've been asking various folks we've been doing these um kind of student interviews for a few weeks here and um I, let's let's pivot and start with you eileen um you know, part of what we're hoping to do is just that we'd be able to hear from each other about like, I don't know, what have we learned on our spiritual journey, you know, about God, about ourselves, whatever, you know, can we take some notes from each other? So um, would you just share kind of briefly, what's, what is your spiritual background? Maybe take us up through about the start of college, because I have some, some questions to double click on college. Yeah. Um, so I grew up in not a Christian household. I would go to church on Easter and Christmas. Both my parents' families grew up Catholic. I never really knew what it meant to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, in high school, I kept really busy and my friends would invite me to youth groups and whatnot, but I'd always say I was too busy. Um, and my senior year of high school, one of my friends invited me to um, a Young Life event and I ended up going and I just really fell in love with the ministry and um, the people there. And I started to learn more about what it meant to be in a relationship with Jesus and that I was already in one, whether I realized it or not. Um, and then my senior year, after I graduated, I went to summer camp with Young Life and I devoted my life to the Lord. And I've just been walking with them ever since. And it's definitely changed my life for the better and just has impacted everything I do in life. Okay, so so that whole transit, I mean, kind of, I mean, you, you shared a, several different elements to that, but um, I mean, a lot of it sounds like it took place right before college. Is that fair? So yeah, it, all the summer before college. Okay, so maybe I'll just ask, what was your freshman year like? I mean, you know what? <laughs> yeah just in general spiritually you can kind of answer any of that some people have great freshman years some people it's really hard like yeah how was it for you yeah for me i like as soon as i got to salt lake um i heard about it from a friend's older sibling and i just jumped right in um so crew was a vital part of my freshman year but my freshman year definitely wasn't easy i had a random roommate who i didn't really have anything in common with and then she ended up actually dropping out of school. So I ha was alone in my dorm for all of freshman year, which was very interesting and a very 
I, looking back on it, it was very growing for me to be alone for that period of time. Um, it's but, what you think you want, but maybe isn't best. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. I definitely am really glad that I don't live alone now. Um, but I learned a lot about myself and what I wanted in college and that kind of stuff and the people I wanted to seek out for friends and friendships that I didn't know that I needed. Um, crew played such an important role in that I was able to meet people from different campuses and just get more involved in things. Um, but I really had a hard time just like finding community on my own personal campus because um, Westminster is so small. And I was about to transfer schools. Like I was really close to transferring back to school in the Midwest. Part of my heart was just here in Salt Lake and I felt that I needed to stay um, and through the hard times. And I ended up staying obviously. Um, but like looking back on it, I was such a growing period in my life where I, I had to have so much just trust in God that it would work out and that I would overcome these difficulties and this feeling of loneliness. Um, and it did. And it was just, it's one of those things you don't realize it in the moment that it's going to get better, but it does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That sounds similar to my freshman experience somewhat, actually a lot. I, I became a Christian a year before, but then, yeah, it was, um, so I had roommates. That was part of my problem. The roommates were, <laughs> they were okay. <laughs> it's, it's weird to be living in such close proximity to someone who's a total stranger six weeks before. Definitely. But yes, I, I also considered leaving, transferring quite a bit. Glad you stayed. Uh, I wish we had Me some sound too. effects. We could have played kind of like an audience cheering when you decided to stay. It was a great story unveiling, yes. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. We'll, we'll come back and I think I have a few questions for both of you at the end, but Liv, why don't you fill us in on what, what's your spiritual background? Um, and then you could you know, maybe share too, kind of take us up through freshman year and then, and then share about what was your freshman year like as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I grew up in a really small Lutheran church um, in West Jordan. And um, I don't know, long story short, I guess you could say like, I showed up to church is all that was kind of happening. I mean, I was there, but I wasn't there. Like I didn't have any kind of relationship with God. Um, and so that was through like my whole childhood, um, all the way up through high school. And kind of same as you, Eileen, like I just was like too busy all the time. Like I just put Jesus on the back burner. I didn't really think about it. Um, I also grew up in an, in an area that, you know, just doesn't really have a lot of like, like-minded Christians. Um, and so I didn't really feel like there was community out there, but I wasn't also, I also wasn't looking, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I, I knew Jesus. I knew who he was. I prayed sometimes like, but I wasn't walking with him at all. Yeah. <laughs> and so once I got into college, um, I've, I think I just ended up feeling pretty like isolated. Like I didn't have a community and I felt like something was missing. And I just kind of felt like empty. Like, I was like, why am I here? Like, what is this doing? Like, and I just got really down. And um, anyways, I just remember like praying to God one night. I was like, God, I just want to know you. And I want like community, like I want other people, you know, I just want other people. Um, other Christians and stuff to help me 
grow in faith because I feel like you're the piece that's missing. And it's crazy because sure enough, the next day, um, someone from crew appro approached me on campus and told me all about crew and that, yeah, that was the next day after I had prayed for it. So, um, okay, ever since cool. then, I, I just jumped in and I was like, yep, God sent, you know, he sent me a sign, like <laughs> I got to jump in. So I did. And I've been involved with crew ever since. Well, I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you prayed that prayer and then that God answered it so quickly. And I, I think too, that encourages me, like thinking about my friends who, I mean, it sounds like you would claim Christ at that point in your life and maybe just needed to be plugged in more, but regardless of whether someone in your life is like, you know, a believer or not, it's like, um, just pray for them. I, I think often, I don't know. It's like, just pray that maybe they'd hunger for Christian community. I mean, that's basically what happened. And then you did pray. Maybe someone even prayed for you. You prayed for that. And then God met it through people, which is so great. So, um, well, I, you both took us up kind of through freshman, sophomore-ish year there. Um, you know, I'll ask this if there's anything else to add. I'd, I'd just be curious to hear, how's God been at work in your life um, since then? I think for me, a big part, something I prayed for a lot um, my freshman year and sophomore year was just like relationships with others and growing friendships. And there were a few girls freshman year, I remember just praying about just being like, oh, I want to grow closer to them and stuff. And it just like, I look back on it and God just answered those prayers. And I remember sitting, being sad my freshman year and just like looking back on that, like how he has answered my prayers. And I think that's like something continuous, like to be like, give me like push forward, like just keep praying. And I found that just like, prayer has been so peaceful for me and like so helpful these past two years and it's something I never really thought about before um but it's definitely something I have found very helpful yeah I've definitely had a lot of growth <laughs> since freshman year that's for sure um one thing like in particular that I've been thinking about lately is um like the difference between then and now is like I used to just be like this complete like little ball of stress all the time worried about the future and like I wouldn't give anything up to God at all I was like it's mine I like white knuckle grip had the tightest grip on it and I've noticed now like I just feel a lot more at peace and not so worried and knowing that God's going to take care of me yeah that's good yeah what you're kind of even getting into my next question which is great I'd love to know you know, what do you wish? I, well, okay, there's a kind of a negative way to consider it. Like, what do you wish you'd done differently in college early on? Or we could go the more positive route. Just do you have advice for younger students just starting out? I think like just getting involved in and like finding out about different things on your campus is really important. Like whether it's you only go to one of, the, of a club's meeting, you're still meeting people. And just getting out there and meeting as many new people as you can because those first few weeks at college everyone says it but they're so vital that's when you're going to meet like some of your best friends you'll have for the next four years and so just going to something you might find like a little bit interesting you still might like meet new people and just putting yourself out there it's really uncomfortable at first just like going up to a random person in the dining hall that you've only talked to once and sitting down and eating with them but that's how these relationships grow 
and you'll be so happy later on that you did that and that you went up to that random person and started talking to them. And I think like every, every freshman's going through it. You're not the only one that's feeling alone or a little homesick. So many people are away from home and this is all new for freshmen. So I think just like understanding and being open to talking to people that like everyone's going through a hard time, like transition to college isn't easy. Um, so just being open to talking to new people and getting to know what is on your campus. You say kind of like the same thing, like just don't be afraid to like say hi to people, like talk to the people next to you, make like do study groups so you're not struggling alone, like especially in your classes if they're hard, <laughs> you know, um, sit down next to people and say hi to them and, and talk to whoever you can. I found study groups like super helpful for making friends. Yeah, that makes sense. Two birds, one stone. Get some studying done, make some friends. I like it. Um, yeah. I would love to hear from, from both of you about how you're doing what Elsa and I are calling kind of hoping and coping with this year. You know, it's been, I, I don't have to regurgitate all the cliches about this year. It's been a weird year. It's been a hard year. And last week, actually, even the windstorm, I don't know, were you all affected by that? I'll ask that and I'll ask my question. We, okay, you're down a little further. So where do you live, Liv? You're, she's shaking her head here, so I'm, I'm reading that. What, what part of the valley are you in? Are you down in Orem? Um, so I'm like, um, I'm in Vineyard. So it's right next to Orem. It's like Western Orem. Okay, okay. So it wasn't It's like bad. right next to the lake. Yeah. Yeah, and then, but it, I know Eileen. Mm -hmm. We don't need anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> we, I had a tree hit my house. Um, the house is okay, but it was oh, crazy. No. Uh, Eileen, you're in, you know, Westminster Sugar House. Did you? Were you okay? Yeah, I lost. Here? I lost power for five days. Um, five days. So that was something new but we were all safe, our house was fine, so. Okay, yeah, five days, that's like, that's, that's, that's pretty intense. It was a new record, new experience. Yeah, for real, yeah, I have kids and I keep telling them like the power doesn't go out very often relative to what it did even when I was a kid 30 years ago, like it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Not that the power went out all that much back in the 90s, but it did, but yeah, five days now, that, that's a big deal, so. Yeah. Um, okay, well, in addition, so it's not like it didn't affect you as much down in Utah Valley. I know uh, if you're in Salt Lake or Ogden, maybe even to some degree Logan, it was, uh, yeah, last week was even one more chapter in the 2020 saga. Um, but I want to I want to hear from you all. Uh, you can just kind of answer both. Um, what gives you hope right now? How are you coping with right now? Um, you know, and that could be things you're like, I'm coping, but I don't know if this is good, or actually this has been a really good thing for me, you know, that I'd like to pass on to others. So Liv, where, where's your mind go first on that? Well, um, I've been trying to get in the habit of waking up really early in the morning <laughs> and starting my day with like um, a workout and schedule for the day. And that has been so helpful um, just having that time to myself in the morning before everyone else is awake <laughs> um, is, is just really nice to have. So that gives me a lot of, a lot of hope for the semester. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, nice. How about you, Eileen? Um, uh, for like hoping, I think like since the semester was a lot different, like social life wise, like I only see a small group of people now um, just to keep everyone safe. And just like, I feel like I've been getting closer to a lot more of like my small circle of friends right now. And it's been really great just to grow in those relationships. And I'm just very hopeful, just like that I'm able to like, if it's share more of the gospel with them or just have more meaningful discussions with some of my friends. And then for coping, uh, when quarantine started, I knew I was gonna be home back in Ohio for a long time with my parents. Um, so I started like training for a half marathon. So I've been running a lot, which has been so helpful. And I like have fell back in love with it. So it's been really fun just to something to do and keep my mind off of everything else that's going on in the world. Yeah. Where do you run like in your neighborhood? Do you go up in the mountains? I, I run around my neighborhood. I run around, I go and run around the U or just on any trails around here. Yeah. Nice. Well, that's, um, that, that's great. That's helpful. I'm excited to hear from, I mean, we heard from several students now and, I, and we may just continue to ask those questions as we go. Cause I think it's helpful even to hear from each other, you know, what's giving you hope and, um, what have you found helpful? You know, <laughs> even sometimes coping can be a show. I don't know. That can be definitely also a negative coping too, but just like, I think it's helpful for us to hear from each other on that. And just to know that we're all kind of trying to figure out how to cope. Okay. So we want to, we want to end our time with you. Um, we're almost done here with our, our top five, our, our five questions. Kind of a rapid fire kind of more of a medium fire it's kind of a it's a it's a rapid ish rollout here so you had a little time to prep but not much because i think we want something just kind of from the heart um so i've got i've got a few questions here so for each of you um let's start with this best meal near your campus so yeah uvu orem westminster sugar house somewhere in there you know you can define what's near campus i guess um yeah, what, if you're recommending one spot to somebody, uh, what do you say? Peace on Earth Coffee is like my favorite place in the whole world to like go study. Um, they support like local businesses. They're just really nice there and it's just a great environment. Yeah, and they have a Bible verse up on the wall. So that's great. <laughs> okay, where is, where is that relative to campus? Is it pretty close or like how would, how would I get, I'm gonna be down there Thursday. So I wanna go check it out. Oh, it's in downtown Provo. So it's maybe like oh, 15, okay. 15 minutes away. So yeah. yeah. Are they open right now? I mean, can you go sit there? Okay, great. Yep. Perfect. Nice. Peace on earth. Sweet. All right. How about you, Eileen? Mine's also a coffee place. Um, Red Moose Coffee and Sugar House. Uh -huh. um, the coffee's amazing. And then I always get a bagel, sand bagel breakfast sandwich and they're amazing. And then all my friends, I don't eat eggs, but my all my friends say the breakfast burritos are amazing. No, I think I've heard that before too. I can't, I, I drive and ride by that place three, three yeah. to five times a week. I've never been in. So this is a good recommendation. Okay, so 
This next one, best way to spend a weekend in Utah? If it's winter and it's snowing, for sure skiing. Okay. That's a given. But if it's not like right now, definitely like camping. It's okay. the perfect weather out right now where it's not too cold. It's the best time to go camping. Okay, that's, that's fair. Do you have a specific spot? You probably don't want to give away your favorite, but. Anywhere like going, just leaving Salt Lake, going to Southern Utah or like Moab is really, really fun. Okay, okay, yeah. Liv? I was gonna say hiking. Yeah, there's fantastic hikes in Utah. Yeah, where do you, okay, so what are your, do you have like a favorite canyon that you like? I, yeah, I actually really like Big Cottonwood Canyon because that's kind of what I grew up with. So. Yep. Yeah, being from Western. <laughs> yeah, Big Cottonwood's my favorite as well. I felt like it was just a helpful thing for like learning myself. And I realized one day, like, that's just my favorite canyon and I don't need to think about it anymore. I'll go to the other ones, but this is my favorite. So just the way it is. Um, nice. All right. So what's our next one here? We got uh, something you can't get enough of right now. So show, song, podcast, maybe the and Utah podcast, uh, hobbies, food, what's like just, it's having a moment right now in your life? For me, it's coffee right now. I've been okay. drinking so much coffee so I can stay focused. <laughs> it's a little early in the semester for coffee and being like your main, how many cups are you drinking a day right now? Gosh, probably about at least one. Okay, okay. Okay. I don't usually go over two. That makes okay. me sound, that makes me feel like an addict because I'm at a standard three, but, uh, and have been for several years. So, <laughs> okay, coffee, great. Uh, Eileen, what are you, what are you obsessed with right now? Um, I'd say zucchini bread. I learned how to make it a couple weeks ago and I've been really into making zucchini bread or like zucchini bread muffins. It's been really good. Yeah. That's the right time of year for that. <laughs> Both kind of went more of an artisanal food route. Um, all right, you're in the witness protection program. Um, you have to be moved away um, from here or Ohio as well. You can't go back home, Eileen. Um, what, where do you want them to send you? Like what city in the, in the US would you want to be placed at to go incognito? I would say like somewhere in like the upper peninsula of Michigan. Oh, it's very specific, but like it's beautiful and there's like no one up there. So you wouldn't even have to worry about them finding you. Okay. I like that. Yeah. What's, uh, I'm just going to butcher it from anybody. If there's any Michiganders here, uh, was it say ya to the, how's it go? Say ya to the UPA. I don't know. I've seen the bumper sticker. <laughs> That's it. I've never been. Uh, okay. Liv, where would, where would you have them send you? Oh, I was thinking like Oregon, <laughs> probably, because I like the rain. Oh, oh okay. Mm -hmm. Like the rain. So I grew up in the Northwest, and I am always like, I love Salt Lake because it doesn't rain very much. It does rain here, but not much. So, okay. So you don't want to be on the east side of Oregon out in the desert. You want to be like west side, rain, whatever. All right. Uh... I said Seattle for whatever that's worth. Someone asked me that question earlier. I, I kind of went more of a like hide in an urban environment um, direction. Um, this is a little bit broader. Favorite thing about living in Utah? You might have a few, but 
could pick one? I'd say the mountains coming from Ohio, it's like super duper flat. So having something other than like cornfields to look at is amazing. And I swear, like every time I come back here, I always say this, my friends laugh at me. I swear the mountains grow every time I leave, but they just are so close. And in Salt Lake, you're so close to them. And it's just nothing beats it. Yeah. You may also be shrinking. That's something to consider. <laughs> so maybe. Yeah. Uh, okay, mountains. Yes, you have. You just you just um, confirmed every Utah stereotype of the Midwest. Um, so, <laughs> we, but I, I think we can all agree with the mountains. All right, Liv, do you have anything besides mountains? Because that's that's a good one. Oh man, I was gonna say like just the plethora of outdoor anything that you want to go do. And the thing about Utah that's cool is like we have like the mountains, but we also have like the red rock, and we have like the you know, like water and yeah, there's just so much to do in Utah and downtown Salt Lake and everything is so much fun. There's lots of stuff to do. I love the aquarium. <laughs> the aquarium. Loveland? Is that the one? Loveland Aquarium? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Never been. Yeah. It's really fun. It's awesome. And then we have like Lagoon and then, mm -hmm. um, let's see. Oh, and the planetarium downtown is so fun as well okay i was gonna say i haven't done lagoon i haven't done the aquarium i have done the planetarium so i actually did one of those yeah yes yeah so i'm glad you said downtown salt lake because i actually so i live near downtown but i feel like people don't i don't know 20 years ago if anybody would have said that but i'm like i actually kind of enjoy like it looks salt lake's kind of becoming a cool place i enjoy it a lot so um all right well thus ends our time Thank you both for joining us this week. Once again, this is the Crew in Utah podcast for Utah students. For more information, you're wondering, hey, I want to, I, I want to get plugged in. I want to meet. I want to take some of these things that were shared today and and kind of implement them. Uh, get on CrewSLC.com, our Crew SLC uh, Instagram. We're gonna have Instagrams coming out soon for different campuses that we're on. But right now, it's just kind of one account for all of them check that out you can you can reach out through those different ways and um, get connected to students to some of the staff um, and get plugged into the community so thank you for joining us thank you friends and i will see you next time